0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm sitting in my home studio, ready to give you guys a few minutes away from all the other craziness in the world to train our mind, to get our mind a little bit closer to where we want to be, and to talk about something that I feel is very important and will help us all get into a better place mentally and maybe even physically. So today... I want to talk about what I believe is the greatest benefit of exercise. And don't get me wrong, there are a great many benefits of exercise. Obviously there's so many great physical benefits of exercise. Of course depending on the exercise that you're doing, the exact physical benefits are going to be a little bit different, but nonetheless, so many great benefits of exercise. But I want to talk about what in my opinion is the most valuable, the greatest one, in my opinion. And that is mindlessness. Now people hear that and they think about like mindless humor. Like when you go and you see a stupid funny movie, a movie that's only funny because it's kind of dumb and you're laughing at how dumb it is uh, that has very little quality or meaning. But that's not really what I mean. I'm talking about the other definition. And that is the quality of not needing much thought or mental effort. In other words, just being on task, being there now. Just simply being in the moment, focused only on the task at hand and nothing else. And I believe that is so valuable for us for a simple reason. We are human beings with responsibilities, with families, with jobs, with home lives, with all this stuff that can be on our mind 24 hours a day if we let it. And that can be a lot for us to have to deal with, a lot for us to have to carry around. And wouldn't it be so nice if when we were feeling overwhelmed by those thoughts, when we had all this stuff on our plate, if we could just put it down, for a little while. Give you an example here. Every movie where there is a power plant, you know there's going to be this specific scene, and it's gonna end one of two ways. Just like how you know whenever uh, a fight breaks out in a movie near a body of water, you know the people are falling in the body of water. Same idea here. Whenever there is a power plant in a movie, you know that at some point in the movie, there's going to be a scene where things start to go awry, and also the bells and whistles are going off, and alarms and lights, and you're seeing this gauge, and no one really knows what this gauge means, but the arrow in the gauge just slowly rising to the red, and somebody yells out, get the pressure release valve! And it only ends one of two ways. Either they get there and they avert disaster by releasing the pressure release valve Or they don't get there in time and disaster ensues and the movie comes on from there. I believe our mind does that too. When we're carrying too many things around, when there's too much on our mind. Listen, we're human beings. We can only carry so many things around. But when we get that way, where we are feeling completely overwhelmed, where we're feeling like, man, what would I do to not not have to think about all these things that I'm thinking about? About, you know, work and home and everything else. What would I do to just be able to just, ah, just kind of relax for a little while? Will you start saying to yourself the all important phrase, man, I need a vacation? And it would be very lovely if every single time we had the thought of, man, I need a vacation, that we could just jump on a plane and go to the Bahamas or something, sit there for a couple of days. Uh, relax a little bit. Take in the sun. Take in the beach. Take in the relaxation. Jump back on a plane and get back to get back to the real world. But unfortunately, life doesn't really work that way. Uh, instead, we have to find ourselves uh, a, a different way of things. And in my opinion, the best different way is taking little mini vacations throughout your week. And I think the best way to do that is through exercise. When you exercise. And you can be mindless when you can lose yourself in the task. That's a great way for you to take a little bit of a vacation. For you to take all that baggage that you carry around every single day and just kind of put it down for a little while. Just kind of put it to the side for a little while. Just not really think about it. Right? Just be away from that uh, giant load of weight that you carry around. Give yourself a little rest. And the beautiful thing about exercise is it's going to leave you physically exhausted. It's going to put your body in a better place. But if you do it right, if you do the right exercise, I think it's also going to help you put your mind in the right spot as well. Now, don't get me wrong. There are many other options for mindless activities and things that aren't as healthy. Things like Eating way too much bad food can certainly be a mindless activity. You know, I, I know we've all done this where you know you sit down and you have some kind of food, something. I don't even know what. Let's use a bag of chips as, as the example. And you sit down with a bag of chips and you're watching a show or something. And you're just kind of unconsciously eating the chips while you're watching the show. And then the show comes to an end and you realize the entire bag of chips is gone. Oh my God. Mindless, Yes healthy? No. Afterwards, you're going to feel so much worse. And the same thing happens when people use things like alcohol, right, or even anything else you can really think of down that non-healthy path where people find a way to shut their mind off and be mindless without some kind of added benefit. By doing that, yes, they'll get their mental escape. That's certainly going to happen. But I think it's also going to leave them in a little bit of a hole. It's also going to put them down in a spot that maybe they wind up feeling a little worse afterwards instead of feeling better. Whereas, instead, if you go and get a great workout in, yeah, maybe during the workout you're not like the best version of you. Maybe you might tap into some, especially if you're harboring some bad feelings, like I know if I'm... Angry at something, you know, if I had a, you know, if I got a crummy email from a parent or something, or um, fighting with my family or something, you know, if I'm angry about something and I go and I train, I know during training that anger kind of bubbles to the surface because I'm kind of tapping into it and using it to push myself a little bit harder. But I know afterwards the endorphins that I get physically, I feel so much better. And then the beautiful part is the relief mentally is unbelievable. It's very hard to describe to, for someone who has not, to someone I should say, who has not encountered this feeling. But this ability to just kind of put the world away for a little while. Maybe, yeah, you focused on those, on those thoughts that, that were stressing you out, but you you've burned all your energy out through those thoughts. And that's a beautiful thing. Because now you took that thing that was bothering you, you took that negative, and you found a way to make it some kind of positive. Yeah, maybe you didn't solve the whole problem. Maybe you didn't. But what you've certainly done is you've at least gotten yourself in a better place mentally where you're not feeling so down. See, I like to think about Atlas for a little while. And I don't mean like the thing... um, I'm going to sound really old to any kids listening to this. (laughs) I'm not talking about the thing that you pull out to try to find where like a country is or like your way around a place you don't know. I'm talking about in Greek mythology. Right? There was a titan. Right? Titans were these giant creatures that, were, that uh, rivaled the gods themselves in Greek mythology. And Atlas was a titan, and his job um, is he was condemned to hold up the celestial heavens for eternity. In other words, he had to hold up the world on his shoulders. If you've ever been to Rockefeller Center in New York City, there's a statue of him holding the world up on his shoulders with his arms braced backwards, uh, trying to hold the world. And I feel very, very much like we all kind of do that. We're all holding the world on our shoulders. Maybe not the entire world, but our entire world. And there are certainly times when we are holding those uh, our world on our shoulder way too much. And as a result, it just wears on you and wears on you and wears on you. It becomes like walking around with a weighted vest all the time. You're way more tired for no reason at all. But wouldn't it be nice if we could take the world off our shoulders for an hour or 45 minutes or whatever and just kind of focus on anything else but that responsibility, but that world that we were carrying around. And I think when you can do that, when you can put that world down for a little bit, a little while, it's going to do so much for you mentally. You may walk in to the workout with things so much a mess in your mind that you feel like you have this unbelievable amount of puzzle pieces that you'll never be able to put together. And yet, after a great workout, after putting that world down for a little while, suddenly you'll see how those puzzle pieces fit together simply because you were able to walk away from it for a little while. It's like pieces of trivia. I know I'm like this, I don't know if you guys are like this, where if someone asks you a random random trivia question that you know you know the answer to, sometimes the harder you think about it, the further the answer comes from your mind. But yet, hours later, your eyes will be closed, you'll be sitting on the couch, or you'll be getting ready to go to bed, and all of a sudden the answer will pop into your mind silly things like, oh, uh, you know, Commissioner Gordon from Batman, what's his first name? And you don't remember it in the moment, but somehow hours and hours and hours later when you're not thinking about it, suddenly, oh yeah, Jim Gordon, that's right, it pops back into your mind. I think it's the same with all the little puzzles that we carry around. Sometimes walking away from them and putting our mind away from them is the best thing that we can do. Now, there are some people that can do this with any workout. It doesn't matter what the workout is, they can do it. Like, I know um, if I feel the need to get something out, and maybe I'm not going to be training my martial arts that day, maybe it's not a day for my class or whatever, I know that I can uh, put on the jogging leash with my dogs, I can strap them to me, um, and I can go for a run. And for the 20 minutes or half hour that I go out and I'm running with them, I know that even though the puppy might... uh, try my patience a little bit because he's not always the best listener when he's excited. I know even though that might happen, that whatever else is going on in my head, I'll be able to put it down for the while that I'm running. I'll be able to not think about it, Uh, you know, and it's the same for me really regardless of what workout I do, I can, and maybe it's because I've done martial arts for so long that that's just kind of how my mind has become conditioned, that when I get to that point where, you know... I'm killing myself in a workout. I'm, I'm dragging, but I push anyway. Maybe that comes from the martial arts background, but either way, when I get there, it has the desired result. I'm away, I'm able to put the world away for a little bit a little while. Now I know other people are not like this. I know other people need the right workout. And what I mean by that is they need a workout with a coach. They need somebody else, who's gonna do all the thinking for them. And All that's left for them is effort. They don't have to plan. They don't have to uh, uh, push. All they've gotta do is exert effort. Listen, exert effort, follow somebody else's plan. And when they do that, they're able to get a much better workout in. Now, I know that there are some people that can do this in like an exercise video. I don't know if I could be one of those people personally, uh, but I know a lot of people can do this with a coach in person. Obviously, martial arts is a great example, uh, but that's not the only example. I know yoga is valuable to some people this way. Um, Even things like CrossFit can be valuable to people this way. When they have somebody that they are accountable to, where all they've got to do is show up, and then that coach or that mentor can take them through the plan that the coach or mentor has made. And all they've got to do is uh, mentally hit the do not disturb button on their brain. Like you know that button on your phone where you can pull down a little menu, you press the little do not disturb button and when you press that, no outside distractions can come. You know, your phone's not going to ring, you're not going to get email alerts, you're not going to get text alerts. Uh, instead, you're just going to be able to zone in. And I think very much a workout with a coach that you are accountable to will give you exactly that. Because... You've got to be there. You've got to be in the moment to be there for that coach, to listen to what they're telling you and use uh, their motivation, use their energy and just follow the plan. Just go along with what they're asking you to do. And you know if you do that, by the end, you'll feel way, way, way better. Now, this is also why I believe in scheduling a workout. I use this example all the time when I talk to adults about this. I like to give the example of high school versus college. When a kid is going to high school, generally they're at home, and mom and or dad is there to make sure they wake up on time, they get to class, they get to school on time, and then once they're in school, the school keeps them accountable and makes sure they move from class to class to class, getting to where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. And the same holds true when they get home and it's homework time, generally, mom and dad are there, able to do exactly those same things. Now, often, when a child goes away to college, I say child, even though they're 18, but, you know, to us, their children. <laughs> they go away to college, and with this newfound independence, suddenly, they fall on their face because no one is there to make sure they're waking up on time and going to class. No one is there To make sure they move from class to class on the way in the schedule that they're supposed to. No one else is making sure they're doing their homework. They've got to do it all by themselves. Their schedule is a lot more open. See, I believe the same is true when it comes to a workout. I think the more freedom you have to go and work out, the less likely you are to work out. Think about the stereotypical home gym. What does the home gym really become? It becomes clothes dryers. It becomes where people hang their clothes to... uh, to dry because they're not using the equipment anyway. This is also why I believe in a workout where you're learning versus a mindless workout. Don't get me wrong. Going and running in a circle, running on a treadmill, getting on an exercise bike, rowing things where you don't need your mind at all, those can be valuable for some people. But if you're not a person who can do that by yourself, to go and go to a gym and run on a treadmill will not have this desired result. That's when you have to go find a, a workout where you're learning. Again, I use martial arts as an example because I think it's the most in-depth skill set. I think being taught to do things the right way, where the likelihood of injuring yourself is very, very low. I think that's wonderful. I think you have much a much lower likelihood of you know overextending and pulling a muscle, in martial arts than you do in yoga. I think there's no additional weight in martial arts, so you're not worried about throwing weight over your head and blowing out a shoulder like you could in CrossFit, even though those are learning workouts as well. Not that there's anything wrong with them, just my personal belief, I think martial arts is the best learning workout. Because then, again, you're not worried about the workout nearly as much as you are worried about performing the skill correctly. And when you you are focused on doing the skill correctly, The workout happens all by itself. It's like your fabulous bonus gift from the TV infomercial. Now, as I'm coming to a close here, guys, I want to leave you thinking this way. And it's a really important thought. And I've been reading a really good book that when I finish, I'll talk more about. Um, And it's all about self-care. And taking care of yourself is not selfish. People hear self-care and they think selfish. They think only about the benefit to them when it comes to self-care. And this has to do with anything. Because when we think about self-care sometimes, we think about shallow things. We think about getting our hair done or, you know, getting our hair cut or, you know, ladies going and getting a manicure or pedicure, getting a massage. We think about things like that. We don't think about things like mental self-care. We don't think about things like taking the time to put a workout in, not for our body, but for our mind. Self-care isn't selfish, and here's why. How do you act to the people that you love when you're very, very tired? Or even worse, when you're very, very hungry. We all know that word, hangry, where you're like way too hungry and you're starting to get irritable. And you know the people in your circle, the people in your family, you know they can see that coming. And they want nothing to do with being around you. How do you act when you get a little bit of a cold, when you're not feeling yourself? Man, you start to act way worse towards those people, unintentionally. But you know exactly why. Well, stressed is worse. Because stressed comes from everywhere. You may not be able to point to, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I don't feel well. You may not know where distress is coming from, and then adding interactions to your with your loved ones to that list can only add to it, it'll only make it worse. That's why you have to do the most important thing. You have to make time for self-care. Schedule it. Put it in your planner, put it on your calendar, because when you do that, it's an appointment, and strong people keep appointments, right? especially ones with themselves. So that is everything I have for you guys today. As always, I hope you guys got a lot out of this. And I hope you're going to take this lesson and move forward with it in your week and make a little more time for self-care. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school at tsksmithtown.com. On Facebook, we are at Facebook.com slash TigerShulmanSmithTown. Twitter and Instagram is at TSMMA underscore SmithTown. Find the podcast on Instagram at podcast. Find out more about Tiger Shulman as a whole at www.tsk.com. Uh, and other than that, guys, until next time, I will see you guys on the map.